Welcome to the Simplify Finance Podcast, powered by Palma Bella Consulting. No gimmicks, no schemes, just solid, simple ways to recapture control over your finances. And now, broadcasting from Palma Bella Studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Troy Peterson. Hey, welcome back for another edition of the Simplify Finance Podcast. Uh, my name's Troy, and I am really excited to be here with you today. I've gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback back on the couple of things that we started discussing. As I mentioned, I started this series a while ago. We never quite finished it, and I've had so many people ask me to talk more about the Wealth Killers. Uh, so if you tuned in last week and you heard our episode talking about the first two of the four Wealth Killers, uh, then I'd, then you're great. Otherwise, I'd highly recommend you go back and you listen to that uh, last episode uh, where we started talking about the Wealth Killers. Now, these wealth killers are carefully woven into our banking system, and they're designed to steal, kill, and destroy your wealth before you can even get it. Uh, now, they kind of work in conjunction with certain lies that we've heard. One of them says that you need to save enough for retirement. And although I believe savings is vitally important, if you don't save, you can't invest. It's really that simple. You've got to have savings in order to make investments. Uh, but it's, it's more than that because you can never sa just save enough for retirement. You can't. You've got to invest and you've got to invest in assets that produce income. Uh, the true definition of wealth is having enough income coming in to sustain your current level of life without having to work. That's wealth. It has nothing to do with money in the bank. Believe me, I know money disappears rapidly. There's a proverb that says, don't put your trust in riches because riches are fleeting. And boy, do they flee. I watched millions of dollars disappear from my personal portfolio in 2008, largely because of these wealth killers. Now, the two we talked about in our last episode were risk, and we talked about the big lie of risk, the lie that says the greater the risk, the greater the reward. And it's nothing but a big lie. The wealthy people, the smart people, the ones who understand finances, who understand money and how it works, well, we're investing in risk-free or very low-risk investments. And we shared some of those strategies with you in the last episode, so I'd highly recommend you go back and get that. Uh, another thing we want to avoid is fees, and we also talked about fees in our last episode, not just account management fees or account maintenance fees that we now see every day in our checking and savings accounts, but we're talking about all of the plethora of fees that are attached to our investments that that suck away our 401ks our IRAs that that get into our mutual funds the things that the traditional banking system uh, wants to tell us to invest in to build wealth are just riddled with market risk and fees so if the market goes down your value goes down but the fees are continued to be charged by your bankers by your brokers by the fund managers and these fees are just sucking you dry they're bleeding you dry so you want to stay away from them but that's only two of our four wealth killers. So today we're going to talk about two more. Uh, these two wealth killers, uh, they're something that we have in everybody's life. Uh, we do it all the time. We complain about it, but nobody really stops anything. Those two wealth killers are going to be taxes and interest. So let's talk first about taxes, because taxes is going to be a constant in our life, and you've got to pay taxes. Uh, don't get me wrong. Taxes is not something that I ever want to avoid, and I want to clarify. You see, when you're paying taxes, a lot of that money goes to pay for our roadways. It goes to pay for our emergency services. And I enjoy the fact that I know if I can pick up the phone and Kyle, dial 911, somebody's going to come. Now, I've only had to do that once in my life when my father-in-law had a bit of a seizure one day and we had to dial 911 and the ambulance came exactly like I needed him to. And that's largely because of our tax dollars. 
Uh, something else our tax dollars paid for is the roads that we drive on. And I don't know about you, but I thoroughly enjoy going down the highway at 70, 80 miles an hour on a very smooth paved road. And it gives me a very luxurious ride in my car. You think about what it would be like in a wagon train 100 years ago where they could only go about 11 miles a day. And today we can travel 70, 80 miles an hour down these smooth paved roads thanks to our taxes. So you got to pay taxes. But here's the trick. You don't want to pay even one dime more than you're legally obligated to. And here's where taxes are set up to absolutely destroy your wealth. There's a lie out there that talks about how to save on taxes by using tax advantage plans or tax preferred plans, what they call qualified plans for retirement. These are your traditional IRAs and 401k type accounts. They're qualified plans. They work on a tax deferred basis. So that means you're saving on taxes today, but you're going to pay taxes later because deferred does not mean that you don't pay taxes. Deferred means that you pay taxes later. The payment of that tax is deferred. So let's take a look at a quick example here. Let's say that you are investing in a 401k, IRA, or some type of a qualified plan. Well, that qualified plan is going to save you a few dollars in taxes today. If you are, say, putting away $6,000 a year into an IRA, that's about $500 a month. And uh, through employer contributions and all, I hope you are doing something like that. In fact, if you've got employer contributions, uh, let's just talk about that for a second before we get into the taxes. I'd recommend that you, if you have a qualified plan that you can work with, at your place of employment and that they do employer matching contributions, you find out exactly how much they match and you maximize it because that's found money. I know uh, several years ago, my wife worked for a rather large uh, comp corporation. It was a big hedge fund that was doing investing across the states and she was writing their policies and procedures and really helping to organize their processes. And in that process, they offered her a retirement plan. So we took advantage of that retirement plan. We found out that they would match fully match up to 3% of her income. So we set her contributions at 3%. She put in 3%. They put in 3%. So it was a total of 6% that was saved. Now, they were fully vested right away. And, and what that means that usually you have to work for a company for, let's say, five years before your account becomes fully vested, before you have access to all of the contributions. In her case, she was fully vested right away. So she didn't have to wait. So after she worked with them for two years, she still had full access to all of that savings. So she put in 3%. They put in 3%. It was like putting 6% of her income into a savings account. Now, to help get away from the wealth killer of taxes, that particular company offered a Roth option on the IRA. Now, the Roth option means that it's after-tax dollars. We've already taxed the money before it's put in, and that means that the gains that we take out later aren't taxed. And I'll talk about why that's important, because otherwise, if you're not doing something like that, if you're going through a regular qualified plan, you're going to pay more taxes later. Let's take a look at that. If you are investing that $500 a month, you're putting $6,000 a year into an IRA. That means over 35 years, you make a total contribution of $210,000 in your retirement account. 
Now, if you've got good growth and good funds and, and you're not suffering losses from market risk, which I know we all are in those type of accounts, but let's just let's just give it the benefit of the doubt and say you had a good investment run and you caught one of those rare cycles where most of the years were up and very few were down. So you didn't have a whole lot of losses due to market risk. Uh, well, if you're in a 33% tax bracket and you're making that kind of investment, that means you're saving about $2,000 a year in a good qualified plan. That because you're not paying taxes now. Now, they sell you on that idea because it means a little bit higher take-home pay today. It means a few extra dollars in every paycheck because it actually reduces your tax base, increases your net, so you get to take home more today and save more for later. Well, trust me, folks, when I say this. The U.S. government and the IRS, who authored and set up this qualified plan, did not do so for your benefit. They were projecting their own benefit because they knew that if you weren't paying taxes today, you would defer those payments until later. And here's where it gets scary. When you go to take withdrawals at retirement age, you're not going to have the same deductions you have today. You should have a home that's paid for. I hope you do. Uh, that's a l little bit more solid of a retirement plan to not have debt when you do hit retirement age. Uh, so you're not going to have deductions from interest, we hope. You're definitely not going to have deductions from kids because if you're raising kids now, your kids will be grown up and gone. And so you've lost the child tax credit. You've lost the write-offs and the deductions you can take from a kid. And if they're still home when they're 30, then you need to get them out the door. You need to go watch that failure to launch movie and get them restarted. Get them out the door. Quit supporting them because you can't keep writing them off when they're 30. You've got to accept the fact that your tax write-offs have grown up and gone. Uh, there's a few other deductions that you start missing out in too, but basically, long story short, you have far less deductions at retirement age than you should have during your working years. That means you can be taxed at a higher rate. Well, if you are putting in uh, $6,000 a year over 35 years in a 33% tax bracket, you're saving $2,000 a year. That means over 70000 over over. The 35 years, you've saved $70,000 in taxes. Now, when you go to retire and you're in that higher tax bracket that we just talked about, now, let's say you're in that same 33% tax bracket. You've saved, you've built up, and you're going to have a retirement income of $75,000 a year. Man, that'd be great, especially if you got no debt. Well, now, if you get that same tax bracket, you pay $25,000 a year in taxes. So you saved $70,000 in taxes over 35 years, and now you're paying $25,000 in taxes. That means it takes the IRS less than three years to recover the savings that you made over 35 years. They definitely made this plan with them in mind. They knew they could tax you at a higher rate later and get more money later when they needed it than when they do right now. Now, at the time we're recording this, we're sitting here at the front end of 2017. Something interesting happened in July of 2016. You see, in July of 2016, the first baby boomers started turning the age of mandatory distributions from the retirement accounts. That's right. When you hit a certain age, you are forced to take mandatory minimum distributions from your retirement account. That means the IRS can start taxing you. 
So here we've got all of these millions of dollars that have been stored up in qualified plans over the lifetime of many of these boomers, and they start turning 70 and a half where they have to take these minimum, maximum or, or mandatory minimum distributions, and they have to start paying taxes. And the IRS, knowing the way the government has been spending money with nearly $20 trillion in debt, is just salivating over those taxes. Now put yourself in that place. Put yourself in that place where you've worked hard all your life. You've saved and invested the way the system told you to. And all of a sudden, you're going to be taxed at a higher rate. You've got to pay more in taxes later than what you saved right now. Well, how do you avoid this? Number one thing you can do is look to see if your employer offers a Roth plan. If you can put it into a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k type plan, You're going to pay a little bit more in taxes today, but you won't have to pay any taxes when you start taking distributions at retirement age. You want the tax deductions when you're older, not now. You want to pay the taxes now when you've got the deductions and you'll pay less, not when you're older and you don't have those deductions and you're going to have to pay more. This qualified plan for retirement is a lie that has been sold to the American public that convinces you to pay less now so that what they don't tell you is that you will pay more later. So really, really start to look at that. Start to think about what type of plan you've got and see if you can get into a qualified or a non-qualified type plan. If you were to compare the two, you look at your qualified plan. Your qualified plan is tax-favored during the contribution and accumulation phase, but then it's taxed during your withdrawal or it's taxed during a transfer phase. It's also heavily penalized if you have to make an early withdrawal. So uh, you you might have tax favor now, but you're heavily taxed later. But what if you've got a non-qualified plan? I mentioned a Roth IRA. Uh, Something that's big and very popular today is also cash value life insurance policies. Phenomenal alternative to a a, uh, qualified tax plan. And if you're self-employed, run your own business, or can get creative with your employer, I'd highly recommend you take a look at a cash value life insurance policy. You can actually use those to build up tax-free retirement income. It would be a non-qualified plan, and a non-qualified plan is taxed during your contribution phase. But it's not taxed during your accumulation phase. It's not taxed if you have to make a withdrawal, and it's not taxed if you go to make a transfer. So you pay a little bit more tax today, but you save a whole lot of tax later. See, if you do it the way the system, the traditional system, wants you to do it, you're going to be involved in the qualified type plan, and you're going to pay more in taxes later. And those taxes will rob you blind. Uh, Let's just take a look. I'm going to run some numbers using what we talked about last week with fees and what we're talking about this week with taxes. And let's take our example of $500 a month saving over 30 years. Uh, If you do that, $500 a month, that's $6,000 a year over 30 years, you're putting in a total of $180,000 into your fund. If that fund manages to average 7% per year, which would be a pretty high-performing fund compared to to the averages, which come in between 3 and 4%, but if it did 7%, you'd finish that 30 years with $614,000. That means you'd have gains of $434,074 above your initial deposit. So that's a good return. But then if you're going to pay fees... 
and your fees run about 55%, you give up $238,740 to fees. And that's on the low end of the fees. Well, if you're on the low end of taxes at 28%, you're paying another $171,923 in taxes. So what does that mean? You invest $500 a month for 30 years. You save up $180,000. That compounds at 7% per year for the 30 years, growing you a nest egg of over $614,000. Then when the tax man comes and takes 28%, and your broker and fund manager comes in and takes 55%, uh, you lose most of it, and you're left with $203,411. So you worked for 30 years, you saved and invested faithfully, and your $180,000 is only worth $203,000 after the fees and the tax man comes and takes it all away. That is a very clear example of what your traditional IRAs and 401ks will do for you when you let these wealth killers take their toll on you. And, and they're going to when you don't know any better. That's the whole purpose of this is to educate you on how to get around these wealth killers. You need to start looking at alternative investments that are going to give you low fees, that are going to minimize the risk with a floor and a cap, and that are going to lock you in at today's tax rates so you don't have to pay higher rates later. In fact, they can be set up to give you guaranteed tax-free income when you hit a retirement age if you look at this right. Now, that's something to consider when you're building a solid plan. I know it's very important to have a solid financial plan, and this is just the basis of education on what to look for. Let's take a quick break and then come back and talk about the fourth and the greatest wealth killer of all when we come back. Navigating the waters of financial freedom. How do we stay on course? How do we stay afloat when times are bad? How do you gain wealth and financial stability? Let Palma Bella Consulting serve as your GPS, charting a course toward your financial freedom, wealth, and stability. At Palma Bella Consulting, we'll give you a complete and extremely confidential analysis. Then, we'll implement our three-step financial process. First, helping you eliminate your debt. Second, taking that money that you use to pay the banks and turning it into a wealth generator for you. Step three is our portfolio accelerator, which takes that wealth and turbocharges your gains so you have smooth financial sailing for years to come. Essentially, we show you how to build wealth using money that you're paying the bank. So let's chart your course to financial freedom today. Visit palmabella.com for more information. palmabella.com because we believe everyone should be financially free. Palmabella Consulting. And we're back. And I want to thank you again for staying tuned in with us today. Uh, this is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful session that we're having as we're talking about the wealth killers here. And these wealth killers, as you're beginning to see, are completely sucking us dry. They're keeping us from ever being financially free. They're keeping us from ever getting ahead, from ever building wealth, from ever really, really uh, breaking into uh, a life of liberty and happiness and financial freedom. They're keeping us from really living our dreams. They're not hard to escape when you know how, when you know how to escape risk, when you know how to make risk-free investments, when you know how to pay less in taxes, when you know how to avoid funds that are going to have the high fees. That's great. That makes a difference. Now we're going to take a look at what I consider to be one of the biggest wealth killers of all. This one is big because it affects absolutely everyone. This wealth killer is the interest we pay on debt. Uh, it was once said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. 
Those who understand it, earn it. And those who don't, pay it. And I'm very sad to say the majority of people today, this is not just in America, this is a global catastrophe. The majority of us today lack so much in financial education that we actually pay way more interest than you can ever imagine. Today's statistics show that the average person, the average family will pay a little more than $280,000 in interest to their banker over their lifetime. $280,000. Now, if you recall, we went through a scenario where we're saving $500 a month for 30 years. That's a lot of money to put away every month, and that adds up to only $180,000. And yet we're paying two hundred and eighty. A full $100,000 more than we're able to save in 30 years we're paying to interest. Perhaps we're not able to save more than $180,000 because we're paying so much in interest. Uh, Let me add one more thing that just really kind of digs at me. We spend $280,000 in interest. That's money that we're investing into our banker. We're helping make our banker rich by padding their pockets with all this interest. Now, look at all the families across America. If the average family is paying $280,000, it only takes about four families to add up to a little over a million dollars. Is it any wonder why these banks are turning profits in the billions every year, even with interest rates at or near zero? Is it any wonder that they're turning such a huge profit? They know how to make money off of us by getting us to pay them interest. Now, to really add insult to injury, let me put this in perspective. Consider what it costs to raise a child today. The average cost to raise a child in America is $240,000. We're giving $280,000 to our banker, but our kids only get two hundred and forty. We're spending more, investing more, and giving more to our bankers than we are to our children, and then we wonder why our kids are struggling. We want a better life for them. We want to help them to live their dreams. We want to empower them for everything they can do, and yet we're investing in our bankers' wealth instead of investing in our kids. That's all because of the biggest wealth stealer of all, and that is interest. Now, the way to eliminate interest is simply to pay off debt. I I just want to be clear. I am not one of those guys who's a no-debt, zero-debt, all-the-time kind of guy. You've got to have good credit to operate in our society today. We're largely credit score driven. With clients that I've worked with around the world, there are different types of credit scores that still score those individuals. You've got to have a good credit score to qualify for jobs, promotions, try to buy insurance for your car. That is rated based on your credit score. It makes a difference on what you're going to pay for insurance. It makes a difference in so many different things. So if you have totally no debt, zero debt, you pay everything in cash, you're not going to have any kind of a credit score, which means you're not going to be able to qualify qualify for lower insurance rates. You might miss job promotions, job transfers. You might not get hired for a new job because your credit score comes back in too low. I've actually had that happen to me. A bad credit score kept me from getting a badly needed job that that I really needed in order to provide for my family. And ever since then, I've looked to manage my credit and keep my score up as much, much as possible. So you've got to use credit. But what you can do is you can minimize the amount of interest that you do by using credit or or debt acceleration strategies. Now, banks use principles in their financial plan. When they use your money to make money, they're using interest float, interest cancellation, and the volatility of money, those three things that the bank uses in their favor in order to make money and collect up to $280,000 in interest from you over your lifetime. If you could turn that around and start canceling debt 
with just a few simple different transactions, moving your money a little bit differently, start prepaying a little bit on some of those loans, you effectively cancel out that interest. That uses interest cancellation. When you cancel out interest, you end up floating money in your favor. So now you're using interest float and you're using the volatility of that money in your favor because the less money you pay to the bank in interest, the more money you just freed up to invest in yourself. Now think about this. If you've got $500 a month put aside over 30 years, you invested $180,000. You're spending $280,000 on interest. What if you worked up a good debt payment plan that helped you to reduce the amount of interest by as much as $100,000? You're still making that money. You just don't have it to give it to the bank now. Well, now you could add that $100,000 to the $180,000 that you already spent. Now you've got $280,000 invested. Now... If that 180 turns into 614,000, 280 turns into well over a million dollars. And if you tie that into an account that avoids that avoids, there we go, little tongue twister. If you tie that into an account that avoids these four wealth killers, now you can be truly financial free and enjoy a great life during your golden years. All because you were smart. You avoided risk. You reduced your taxes. You got into funds that had low or no fees. And you prepaid on debt so you could eliminate interest. This is all part of a good financial plan, folks. Just understanding how these wealth killers, these wealth drains, these wealth destroyers are trying to steal and kill your wealth before you ever get it. But now you know. Now you're accountable to look for these things in your own portfolio and see what you can do. Now, if there's anything we can do to help you out, feel free to visit our website at palmabella.com. You'll find all of our contact information, and we're happy to help build a strategy that helps you to avoid these wealth killers so that you can be financially free. Thanks for joining me. This is Troy. It's always great to have you. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Simply Finance Podcast with host Troy Peterson. We hope you were able to take away some essential strategies for recapturing control of your finances and, more importantly, enhancing your life. This podcast is made possible by Palmabella Consulting. For access to more episodes of this podcast or further financial coaching tools, please visit us at www.palmabella.com. And remember, if you want to simplify your life, start by simplifying your finances.